Hey, Feral Audio consumer, did you know Feral Audio's got a new survey? Hey, I am a Feral Audio consumer, even though you're not talking about that, and I didn't know that. I am talking about that. Man, we're on a mission to get to know our listeners a little better, and that means you. So basically, these surveys, they kind of help us get information about what you like, right? I guess so. Your participation in these surveys it, uh, makes a difference for everyone making podcasts at Feral. It's a super easy way to support the shows you love. Um, so we appreciate you helping out. I mean, I'll say I don't, I, I, but that's just me. I don't like the idea of, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the idea of a survey. Right. Please feel free to let someone at Farrell know that you wish I lost weight. I, you can seriously in advance go fuck yourself. Not, I don't think these are the survey questions. Okay. No, no I, I imagine it's more like, who are you? Like, like what if we find out that there's like, you know, a bunch of asexual listeners, you know, and right. that, and that the, they in particular don't have, uh, uh, they don't feel feel like they have a their point of view represented like the great thing about podcasting networks is like it's very low overhead to create a podcast so this survey is a great first step to to, to help us build a better feral audio that that includes like if representation is your jam or it just like your interests you know are you, right uh, are you into football would you never for instance ever buy a football app if it was advertised to you, is that not helpful to you? Right, right. We can we can tailor make connections between audiences and, right. and, and, and the advertising. This survey is going to exactly help out those kinds of issues because we don't know you don't like football. Um, you can find the survey at feralaudio.com slash survey. That's feralaudio.com slash survey. You're helping yourselves. The Feral Audio, the Feral Audio survey. You'll float too. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie so uh, my name is alvaro rodriguez i'm the screenwriter for the last rampage as a writer to me I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, you know kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of, um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family-centered in, in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Feral Audio real pro shit tonight you guys I'm so fucking tired I just got off a plane and oh my god alright here we go it's gonna be a good one because I just don't care here we go hello one and all welcome once again to Nerd Melt Theater Meltdown Comics in Hollywood California Herman Town is now in session Bank Powell. Welcome to the stage, the mayor of Harmon Town, Dan Harmon. Yep, yeah, yep. Thank you. Why, 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 I always ask this, why, why so many of you? What's, what's the deal? Game of Thrones is over. Isn't there one more? That was it last time? Yeah, you don't Oh, I was out of town. No, what was I? I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, oh, get I, caught up, man. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, All right, well, so movie update. Uh, let's talk about Edge of Tomorrow in a second. Uh, uh, I went and saw Edge of Tomorrow tonight, and uh, but the tr- there was a trailer. I've never been more excited about a movie that didn't involve people blowing up. Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Robert Duvall's son. In a movie about a lawyer that goes back home and Robert Duvall is... Did you see this trailer? No. no. Every trailer I saw uh, for the last two movies I saw, which were Godzilla and Edge of Tomorrow, every trailer was about robots and shit blowing up. <laughs> which is my... Th- th- that's what you need to get a rise out of me. But I was like, Robert Downey Jr. is like, ah, he's an asshole and I'm an asshole. I'm, I, I get people off. I'm a lawyer. And then it's like, ah, oh, your mom passed away or whatever. And then he goes back home and it's Robert Duvall's his dad and his dad's a judge. I, I'm fucking in, man. Uh, it's it's crazy. The, the, I, I hope that's not a shitty movie. Whoever wrote that movie, if you got those actors to be in your movie, yeah. play, Robert Downey Jr. playing Robert Duvall's son. Robert Duvall is my favorite living actor. Oh, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm signing up for that. But I, I I was there for Edge of Tomorrow, which is fucking awesome. Uh, go 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 see it. Uh, it's really good. Last half hour is like whatever. Apparently, we can't uh, fully commit to a uh, time bending like like action movie. Apparently, for the last half hour, you definitely just have to go. Okay, now cut the red wire or the blue wire. Uh, I'm not spoiling it. There's no bomb in it. Uh, I'm just saying. But it's pretty profound that movie. We're just talking about in the green room. I'm I'm like like very accurate for everyone to say it's Groundhog Day, sci-fi. But the thing that you don't know when you hear that is that I think it's like a sequel to Groundhog Day. <laughs> like, it picks up. Where it's the James Cameron, like, Ridley Scott made Groundhog Day, and then this is the James Cameron, this is Groundhog's Days. 
and and it doesn't it, that doesn't mean more groundhogs and more days. It it, it means something more important than that. It, it's it means something more profound about our relationship with time and mortality and stuff. It's actually really really fucking cool. Uh, also, I, I was very happy. As I said backstage. Yeah, it reminded me that I've always liked Tom Cruise. He's a fucking great movie star, and he and you know he went nuts and he believes in weird boogie boogie boogies and, uh, but he's fucking badass in that movie. It's it, it's uh, I like Tom Cruise again. Wow. <laughs> All right, we like Tom Cruise again. Let's Tom Cruise, if you're listening, which he <laughs> I would say he almost certainly listens to this. It's literally, this is a record, like, I don't know, I've come up here with nothing on my notepad, but that's really, that's, as far as me having something on my notepad, I had, oh, no, no, I, 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 it says RSJ as Robert Duvall's son. I, I'm assuming that means RD. <laughs> there are adjacent on the keyboard. I'm, I'm really excited about that. I, I think that's going to be a new on Golden Pond. Father and son shit drives me crazy. I fucking love it. The idea of Robert Duvall being... Yeah. He's a judge, but Robert Duvall... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a lawyer. Fuck you. There's no bad... <laughs> I, I, I wanna, I'm going to die. I, I, I can't wait to see this movie. There's, there's no bad Robert Duvall movie for my money either. There's no bad Robert Downey Jr. He was in no... True Grit, for fuck's sake, man. Either. Rooster! Uh, I'm gonna Shut die. the pieces up here, Rooster! There's only so many mainstream things I approve of. Oxygen, <laughs> alcohol, and RSJ. <laughs> An Iron Man. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about linguistics. Do you uh, mind? I fuck no. <laughs> I insist. Uh, I I feel like we got to bring Spencer up for this conversation because I want I want to catch him off guard and I want to talk about something. <laughs> Can we just have Spencer come out early I, and just? Have I, him I, I I I I think he should come out before us. <laughs> Spencer Crittenden. You, you cool sitting there? I got caught in a nail. Uh, yeah. It's a nail. Was it, was it sharp? Did it cut you? No, it's a head. The head. That's you know, a, pull that nail out. That's really dangerous. A uh, head will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm your king. <laughs> you said that to the nail? No, he's, a, he's doing Excalibur. Like he's, he's, a, he's a king of a really tiny kingdom. Of well, is he talking to us or is he talking to the nail? I think he's saying to all of us. Oh, wait, he's our king. It's a sword in the stone kind right. of mythology going on. I mean, anyone who believes it, I'll take it. Let's not rule anybody out. Unite us, motherfucker. Did you really want to talk about linguistics? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I've never talked to you about this ever. Uh oh. This is a thing I've noticed. Shit. It hasn't spread to Jeff, and I don't know who started it. I don't know who patient zero of this linguistic thing is. Uh huh. For all I know, it started with me, spread to you. For all I know, it started with you, spread to me. Might have started with Aaron, but I've noticed it with me, you, and Aaron. Uh-huh. Starting sentences with I mean. I mean. Who started it? Who started I, that? I, that feels like a Spencerism to me. Um Well, I, see, he owns it better than us, but I mean, yes, I don't do that. <laughs> I, that, I that was ill-fitting shoes. 
Okay, so do you guys remember uh, episode one of blah blah blah, Sleepy Canyoneer? Yeah. 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 Colin, the Sleepy Canyoneer, is someone from which I derive a lot of my vocal regularizations. <laughs> and uh, regularizations. Yeah, such as regularizations. Uh, that I happens. mean. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think that he does that, and I, I, I don't think I did it too much, but I think that I did it more. I think you do it too. I do it a ton. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think that you, I, kinda, me, and yeah. Aaron. That's all I know. Maybe I see. I I can picture Spencer saying it. I can also definitely say that Aaron says it a lot. I, I and I for for all I know. Aaron started it. I think I got it from her. I, I would spread it to Spencer, but for all I know, also other way around. I have no I, idea. I feel like it's more of an Aaronism, actually, because I, I think that predates my, my my memory of her saying that. Do you think it's possible, Spencer? When you brought up Canyoneer, do you, are you saying that you got it from him? You know that? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, I got it from Aaron. I mean, you know, she says it. She says it to everybody. I, it's, it's, for me, I would, I would put the money on Aaron. It sounds like an Aaron thing. I mean, but it's not. The, the interesting thing about language is, like, everybody has these bookends and things. People say, so we, Aaron and I were talking about this, and we were talking about the prefix, I mean, and then the suffix, though, as in, I mean this, though? <laughs> like, like, that's actually a full, like, emotional thing. Like, you could point at a fire hydrant and go, I mean this, though. <laughs> but the interesting thing is there's nothing in that sentence that actually yeah. syntactically conveys any information. Because the, the, but, the, but, but everything that you're... The way you're saying it, I mean this, though? The though takes away the meaning in it. Like, it's, uh, you've, you've, just, you've just subtracted the I mean from it by saying though. Is that, haven't you kind of said, like... Like, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. committing to this, am I? Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not sure about that. I don't yeah. know if my brain's moving fast enough to know if is I it, agree it, with that. Are you saying, I, I think what's interesting is that I mean is like one of many things where you go, look, listen, hey, here's the here, deal. At the end of the day, hey, Ooh, well, I, hate, I hate at the end of the day. <laughs> so, so, some of some of the stuff we hate because we notice it, but we all. It's, if there's anybody who, here who doesn't use those things, great on them. But it, I think that also the interesting thing is that um, I, I, I say I mean a lot. And I actually like I'm looking back at, a, at the last six months or a year of going, I mean, and I actually like I kind of feel the way about it like I do about Instagram. Like I like, ah, yeah, I feel I feel like actually it's bringing me closer to people. <laughs> Like, I, mean? I, I feel like if I didn't have that canopy over my sidewalk cafe, that the, the, that the sun would be harsher. Yeah, I mean, I, I go like, I mean, because that doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, but I it, mean, but I it, mean, but my my dad says my dad has a tick. I think all that is is just a time stalling the tick. I mean, lots of people have. Them. I think it, well, I I I, I, I mean, think it's because, more than that. I think it's be, more than time stalling. Can, um, um, is a time stall. Yeah, but like if you the say, way you feel I mean, that time. If you don't mean it, then don't say it. Like I mean, so you're saying it. You're like like, like you mean everything you say, whether you mean it or not. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and like, I, I think saying "I mean" is like it's a it's a non it's a non it's, it's, you're, a, it's, you're, a, it's you're, not an attitude. Well, you're in this space like you're saying you're implying that like like I just said like like I shouldn't have said like 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 I <laughs> I say like 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 too I, I I stutter like all the time. I definitely think the same way. It's like it's good for all of us to do sit ups. What could it hurt? 
The I mean, which is like like grabbing your belly and like going, this is me. This is like, it's like we're dripping into each other. Yeah, I mean, the, the way that we talk to each other. I mean, you know what I mean, though. It's, like like, it's, like, like, it's, it's like, a shortened it's version like, of "Verily I say unto thee." It's <laughs> very interesting to me. I, I, I remember reading something that that it's, it's like, what does that mean? I remember reading something. That's another one. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It, all that means is that I hey, I'm just reminding you that I the, the last since the last time you saw me I haven't been just standing here like C3PO shut down. <laughs> I went off I read maybe a Newsweek article that someone <laughs> tweeted me. Uh, maybe. And we don't know if that guy's information was researched, but 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 I remember reading somewhere about communication it's it's so incredibly tiny the fraction of what we say to each other is syntactical the actual words that we say they mean so little obviously it's vital there's absolutely no way to communicate with each other without there's this bed of the words we say but the words we say I, 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 there's a way I could say the word fire hydrant to you that would make you understand that I don't like you that, 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 I, that, that I've had it with you you know, like, and I, you would I go want like, to know what that I is. Don't, I don't like the way you said fire hydrant. You know, like, and, and I'd be like, "What? What? I just said fire hydrant." And it's like, come on. <laughs> like we, when we enter into relationships with each other, we drip into each other. We're we're still amoeba. We're still just multicellular organisms, and we we vibrate air around us. But that is so. It's so interesting to me. Like we have these little canopies and f flaps and spoilers on everything that we do. Well, the Eng English language is very different than other languages too. Like there's like you know, we have a lot of words for one thing, and then like Italians say there's a, there's one word that means tons of things. Like um, I, I, re I was reading this book today, and uh, uh, I actually was reading a book today. <laughs> uh, and it's, it was uh, this is a woman writing a letter to a German, and like in World War II. I'm still reading those World War II detective novels, which are the best by Philip Kerr, and uh, uh, she says, um, I'm, I hope this letter's making sense. My, I, my German's not that great. Uh, Emperor Charles V said, I speak, I speak Spanish to God, Italian to women, French to men, and German to my horse. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want the horse to fucking run. That's a, that, that's a really interesting thing, the idea that language is never meant to be you know, one channel or another, like that you, yeah, I mean, that's so your. Wait, that thinking. was your takeaway? Huh? Was that your actual takeaway? Well, I mean, that, that was, I think her point was that she's making fun of him for being German to very strident to very direct. And she's saying, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from America. Like, she, she's, you, they, they'd hate you over here uh. because, because uh, cause you're, you're, you're so cynical and so direct. And, like, things have one meaning. Like, in, 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 in American English, things have all sorts of intonations and, and subtexts and things like that. I just thought it meant that, like, horses, like, German's so shitty that horses speak it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a horse, if I were a horse, to use a subjunctive, if I, if I were a horse, uh, and someone tried to, tried to get me to run in Italian, I, I'd be like, I'm going to go fucking take a nap. Hey, little horse, you, <laughs> hey, oh, you feel like a galloping animal? You will stay in the comedy house. Yeah, that sounds like get the fuck going. I'm just spreading white on white racism right now. Speaking of which, let's do a World Cup sports corner.
Dan? Uh, the World Cup, boy. Yeah. Oof, what a World Cup. I'll start, I'll start this by saying, Dan, that I, I was on the road this last weekend uh, with, with the Who's Line boys, and we, watched, we had these big tour bus rides. We watched every minute of the Ooh, World Cup so far. That cup was extra now, worldly. <laughs> today, today, Dan, I'm sure, like all Americans, you have strong feelings about USA, Portugal. I know Portugal. that the United States was involved in the World Cup today. Everyone knows it. <laughs> That's part of what makes it extra more important than the already totally important World Cup uh, is that America was part of the World Cup uh, today. I know, I know. Do you you think they're going to make it out of the group stage? Uh, They're not done? No. No, I I think think that America today... Does anybody even hear, and I don't imagine the answer will be yes, does anybody here uh, afraid of hearing soccer spoilers today? Soccer spoilers. I was running scared because I was on a plane during during two of the matches, and I had to I had to make it home and and hope that nobody's like some guy didn't go like we did it or Ooh. right. You don't want to you don't you don't want you come off the plane. And there's a guy instead of holding a sign that says Davis, it, it, it says they didn't use their hands. And you're like, oh shit, fuck. Uh, yeah, so. Today was a big day in World Cup football, what they call football history. I think that how many more games to go? Two, well, the, three, they're, they're, five? They're in the group stage. They, they, they have to play Germany. Uh, a draw gets them through. This uh, is a big deal. Yeah. So the U.S. won, of course. No. It was the, a draw I mean, today. They were winning. Tr- they were beating Portugal. They've never beaten. Uh, they, it was like going to be the best victory of all time, and they lost it in the last kick of the game. No, the, the, they, it was a draw in the last kick of the game, and they could have, if they'd won it, they would have been advanced to the uh, to the knockout stage. But why am I telling you this, Dan? You're the sports uh, yeah. expert. And, 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 yeah. So they did what, good. Uh, yeah, they did very very well. Uh, uh, sh- shit on the bit a little bit. Uh. <laughs> I guess, they, I guess they did okay. What do you think the... Uh, who, who, who do you like? Which country do you think has the U- best USA. chance? USA. I mean, I think the USA is going to go all the way. You thought they were already out of it. I, no, I thought... I, I think that they're in the cup. In the World Cup, what people need to understand, it doesn't work like American football. In, in the World Cup, you're, it's possible to be in the cup with other teams. It's not about brackets and this team beat the other team. It's like, we're all in the cup together. Eventually, it does come down. I'm not being naive. Eventually, it does come down to two teams. But it's very worldly. And they, they, they go down, and they're in the cup. And, it's like, and the U.S. is in that cup, which I think is amazing. It's a World Cup, and it's about time the U.S. was in it. It's fucking great. But now, you, and nobody use your hands! What do you Stop think about, using your hands! What do you think about the home nation's job so far of hosting this? Well, I mean, the U.S. is doing... I mean, they're doing what they can. They're... <laughs> Uh, they're, they're, and I don't mean that they're the home nation right. from that reaction. I mean that the U.S. is handling themselves very graciously as a guest of the home nation, going, going up that red carpet and, and competing in that soccer stadium. 
when I say soccer, I use it colloquially. I know it's called football and spelled wrong. I, is that like, I think that I think that it's great. I think it's a great the home nation that you're talking about. Like, Brazil, think, Brazil. Yeah, yeah, they're doing great. Gone, long gone are the days of accusing them of harboring uh, Hitler. <laughs> Let's put aside these stereotypes of child porn and uh, Orwellian futures. Now, Dan, Dan, normally we think of the we, we I think don't of the think great everyone in Brazil has to work at a typewriter. And, uh, fuck you, Terry Gilliam. The important thing is soccer. We think of the, the, the big European superpowers, and a couple have already been shamefully knocked out. Who, who do you like in terms of the European, uh, you know, old, old granddaddy superpowers? Well, I mean, you gotta go England. I mean, it's great. <laughs> they're great. They're great at football. You think they still have a chance? Uh, I know that's a trick question. Because <laughs> I can tell. Uh, so fuck you. I mean, it's a. Yeah, I, I mean, but, they, but, they, uh, they invented the sport, you know. So you know. yeah, but like, like, guess what, Jeff? They're out. They are. They're out. They're out. Hey! <laughs> You're like a really shitty mentalist. <laughs> I could think of myself as a big fan of soccer. <laughs> yeah. So England's out, and it's crazy that USA's still in. They're still in that big cup with the world. <laughs> Um, I yep. think Argentina is yeah. probably yeah. going to not be uh, able to be underestimated. <laughs> I don't think you ever should underestimate Argentina. I think you got that exactly you right. You got a lot of guys out there, they got the, the calves on their muscles and the muscles on their calves, and they're kicking the ball. They're not going to use their hands. In Argentina, if you use your hand to say hello, you get thrown in jail. <laughs> This is a soccer nation, Argentina. They're c c continual World Cup champions. Am I right? Argentina's yep. constantly winning the World Cup, right? Not since a long Historically, go yeah. back, go back all the way to the beginning. <laughs> Historically, Argentina is a, 19, has won a World Cup 19, ever. 1970s, I think we go back See? to. See? Yeah. You gotta go back. You gotta be a true soccer enthusiast <laughs> to really appreciate Argentinian soccer. Now, Dan, one thing I, I, I find, and I think you'll agree or, or disagree, because, you know, uh, you have your very strong opinions about this. I look um, at soccer in a really specific way. The fact that... <laughs> The fact that this is a South American country hosting this, uh, the, South yeah. and, the South and Central American teams are doing quite well. They're, they're really leaping forward. And there's certain teams that had to have surprised you from South and Central America that, that, right, that, that right. really, <laughs> aside, aside from Argentina, which we shouldn't ever not possibly underestimate. Right. No, there are. Yeah, you're right. I think if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying name, is that Name any country in Central or South America. <laughs> That might have a football team in the World Cup. Look, currently. I hope I don't disappoint you by approaching this question from the outskirts. Uh, you have to look at the big picture of soccer, the history of soccer, okay? Okay. In the beginning, okay, this is a game that was traditionally dominated by South America and Central America. You had the Panamanians. <laughs> what do they know? They know canals. They're not They're not good at soccer. Ecuador. They're good, but not good enough. 
I think they, they, they were in the cup briefly this time. So you're getting, we're getting warmer here. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I just said. All right. <laughs> it irks me when he... I'm trying to give my World Cup report, and he comes in, and it's like, I said that. The Aztecs... <laughs> I'm not saying they still have a country. You, 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 you mean the old L.A. indoor soccer club from the 1980s? Uh, look, uh, at the end of the day, you have a country like North America. At the America, end of the day, God damn it. North America, North America is what it is at the end of the day. It is what it is. South of that, you have Central America, which a lot of people don't understand. South of Central America, you have South America. Right. Am I wrong? This is good soccer information. <laughs> So, I think Chile's going to win the World Cup this year. They're doing really well. They really are. Them them and Costa Rica are looking fucking awesome right now. All right, fuck you! (laughs) World Cup! Chile, my money's on Chile! I didn't even know there was South America. 40% chance it was Africa. Oh boy, my knowledge of the globe is like yeah. my dog barks at my gardener, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I gotta work. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all I gotta talk about. That, that was a quick show. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Spencer. Hey guys. Hey, you know, recently we had a uh, that Harmontown movie screening. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Did any of you guys go to the uh, L.A. Uh, movie? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to, you know, encourage uh, one of those pity applauses or whatever. But. Has anything, nothing, nothing. <laughs> that time I was. Good job. <laughs> Nothing's changed for you since that movie premiered in no, LA, no. right? You still... But you, okay, so remember in the Q&A, uh, the guy, there was this host guy, he was like the LACMA dude, whatever. He, he brought us all up, and then he was like, you know, someone told me a story about how you and Neil first met. Yeah. It was in a it was in a pizza joint. Yeah. And um And it you, wasn't. Yeah. And you you told him that. Like right off the bat, you're like, Yeah, that's what that was wrong. And then like he got mad. He got do, mad? Do you remember that? He I got don't. he I maybe he was just flustered, but like he got really like weird about it. He was like, Well, <laughs> that's just what I heard. Like Yeah, okay, was, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. It was he, weird, he, but he's I, mad at his assistant's briefing. Yeah, he's I guess. mad at it. Yeah. yeah, but I was thinking it would be weird if he just got really indignant about it. It was like, no, it was pizza. You had pepperoni. There's three slices left over. Everybody knows it was pizza. Yeah. What are you doing to me right now? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That was a good time. Do you remember at the L.A. Film Festival when uh, all the cast came out and then you got more applause than me? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping I wouldn't have to bring that up. I'll bring it up. I'll yeah. bring it up. They bring up, they brought us all out, the whole cast of the movie. Cast, it's a documentary, so it's not like we're playing characters. Like, So I could go, oh, Spencer did do a good job of that character. As himself. <laughs> Who am I? Uh, playing chopped liver. Like, I... I it, uh, it was like... It was like it was, it was. They were like and Spencer Crittenden in the fucking crowd. Like, they they rose to their feet. Yeah, but if the cast of Star Wars, like the characters came out, they would clap louder for Han Solo than Darth Vader. <laughs> well, I'm not. I I actually think. Well, 
I actually think they would clap like pretty loud for Darth Vader, but 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 so that's what that's what actually hurts is I felt like I was like like one of the uh, Jawas. <laughs> And they and they and they kind of staggered it, and they're like Spencer, and everyone was like woo, and then and then it was like and of course the titular character, Dan Harmon, and everyone was like he's fine too, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Maybe they were all clapped out from Spencer. They were, yes, they were, yes, their hands were bleeding. <laughs> I, I and I don't, I you know, have you ever been torn between? I, I it's funny because I'm 41. I, I should have a son Spencer's age. <laughs> If, if everything had gone correctly, according to the Midwestern tradition, I would, I would have you as a son. Nice. <laughs> and uh, there's still wills to write. I mean, uh. <laughs> so I kind of uh, yeah, I imagine that's gonna be like what's like to have a kid, like 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 oh god, get that, get that, get that uh, soccer goal, or win, win that. Uh, potato science fair thing and then there must be some other part of you that's like oh, fuck he did it he did it and then you just go in the attic and just Hunter Thompson cause you're like what else did R- I do? write a bunch of wonderful books yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry I made it dark I didn't mean to I didn't, I didn't mean it Is that you, a, if you guys ever think I would actually kill myself you're insane like, like, like. So much more petty than that. I would never. If, any, if anybody's worried about that ever happening, like that's. Uh, what if you were in like pain, like Hunter S. Thompson? Like, he, I, if I'm in pain, yeah. If I get a cold, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will go to one doctor. One doctor. Like, uh, can you knock this out? And if he's like, yeah, give it six weeks. I'm like, give me five weeks. Bang. <laughs> Waiting period. Another. Five. <laughs> If, it, if it, my leg hurts, yeah, fuck it. All right, so let's move on. This is depressing. I'm going to pull it. I don't think there's anything in here. I'm really excited about Robert Duvall playing Robert Downey Jr.'s dad. World Cup. I'm going to be honest with you. That was just part of that whole linguistic thing. Like Some people say, Aaron was saying that. I was talking about that with her. She's like, people say, honestly... Or they go like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we gotta get beyond the whole idea of like, oh, I hate that, we should never do that and stuff. It's just something that we do. Sometimes we do it. There's people out here who have abused that. There's people who, I, I, I have used the phrase, I'm gonna be honest with you, to wonderful effect. Uh, I'll give you an example. Give just, me a, no, give me. <laughs> no, there's no example. I'm just saying like, it's not, it's not about being a good or bad person. Somebody, somebody tweeted me a link, Jeff. Somebody tweeted me a link. <laughs> Woo! What was that link? <laughs> to this guy that does this thing. It's called, uh, what the hell is it called? Surveillance cameraman? Was that, does anybody know what I'm talking about? This is a man who deals with surveillance cameras. <laughs> it's a guy who takes a camera. A kid, maybe I should call him. I don't know what to call him. Takes a camera and he just... Now, dismiss all your notions of, like, good person, bad person. You don't... Just assume he's a bad person. It sounds like he is. He just takes a camera and he just goes up and gets in people's faces. He just stands there with the camera. That's what he does. People can see the camera or is it a hidden camera? Yeah, no, they can see it. And, they, and then they... So it's just... He, he, and, then, and then it's a montage of people looking and going, 
What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. And, and, then, and, then it, and then it splinters off into all of this behavior, none of which is good or bad, is all he, of which is fascinating. Is he provoking them with like, questions or things? Or? No. He, he turns the... This kid has... I mean, I think this kid is just going through a phase that we all went through, but he has access to more technology than we had when we were this age because kids age that's my assumption but don't but that's it, it, I don't know he could be 48 years old like, like, like it, what, what matters is that this kid has effectively like, like regardless of what he's doing the end result of, of what you're watching is that you're getting to see humanity as if you're a scuba diver and outside a coral reef and so there's fish that gather around you and are angry at you because they're gathered around you. There's fish that, of course, dart the other way. There's fish that come at you or that circle you for a second and then dart at you and try to get your mask off. There's fish that... It's, and everything in between. It's, it, the, the, this guy like will open the back door of a Burger King and walk into the kitchen. And it's just a POV of walking through a fucking Burger King back in the kitchen with eight people cutting lettuce, flipping burgers, and every person he walks by, it's like they're all brontosauruses in Jurassic Park. They all look at him and then go back to chopping lettuce. And then one guy will come up that's like, that's like, excuse me, hello. Because he thinks that when he does that, then that means go away. But then he has to go to the phone. Everyone has a different relationship. There's like a, a camera that goes into a laundromat. And there's a guy sitting at a table on a laundromat. And the guy's just sitting at a table on a laundromat. And he's watching this camera come toward him. And the camera comes toward him. And then just as it sits down at the table in the laundromat across from him, the guy goes from totally just sitting there watching the camera to flipping out, flips the table up into the camera, goes like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here! And starts chasing the guy with a chair. And, and, and all this guy ever does, and I, I, this guy is not a good person. Not a good person. Is a scuba diver a good person that goes in and like looks at fucking... According to the fish? No. No. Not good. Get out of there. You shouldn't be there. Don't be there. I hope it's a kid because that seems like a, like a good like, seven 15, 16 year old kind of instinct. It's, it feels like a phase that we all go through. Well, I went through when I was. But 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 the interesting thing about it is like I never. It's, there's a strangely uplifting component to it because um, some people are grabbing at the camera, like literally just like smash the guy in the face. Like 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 like. But maybe does anybody just like see the camera and just start singing Moon River really well? There or? are there are some like Ben and Jerry's kind of like old school like. Guys with big long beards look like Spencer in 30 years. Uh, I'll give you 30. Uh, like, like, like it'll, 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 some of them just cut to a guy in a big long gray beard and he's just staring. Like he's waiting for a crosswalk and this guy came up to him. So it just cuts to this guy that just stares into the camera and he's waiting for something to give and then he goes, huh, I don't know, and walks off. <laughs> there, there, is, there is no heroic or villainous reaction to somebody dehumanizing you. You know, there is no, but none of the people who are on this video are good or bad people. But the the incredibly, the epiphany I had while watching it was, oh my god, I've I've just been given permission to look at people as if they are animals, because some of them are violent animals and some of them are. 
uh, pacifistic animals, and some of them are herd herding around him. He'll he'll be like in the middle of a target, and then it's just people like slowly encroaching on him, going, "Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing?" And, and they're and they're all like kind of like <laughs> ganging up on him. <laughs> And then one fat guy will come by, hey, come on, what are you doing? Like, like he's like, he's more of an alpha male. You can just, I can just watch it for hours. Because, but you but never, you, the camera never turns, you never meet this guy, you never see him? No, he's just, everyone, every, I think in the early ones, people say, like, what are you doing? And, and you hear the kid's voice go, like, I'm making a video. <laughs> he's just sad. I, I, but I think he drops so that he's after like, a while. he is Sasha Baron Cohen, but without the ego. Like, he doesn't want to I mean, be on the let's thing. assume this kid is the worst per- piece of shit in the world. Let's assume he's like pre Columbine, he's ready to, you know, let, let, let's. <laughs> Let's not let's not pin any medals to his chest. But what 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 I, I all I know is that what is that the content that's coming out the other side, I think is art. Because I am like like you I've never I've been I've had to watch people on YouTube a lot and I've never been so fucking fascinated, which is really interesting. I, like, like, and, and all he does is just say nothing and just get in people's faces and with his camera. What would your reaction be if somebody walked up to you? I don't know. I don't know. It, it might be different. It would be one thing on Tuesday, one thing on Wednesday. Well, let's say, okay, let's, 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 let's paint a picture. Let's say that you're, um, you're, what do you do? <laughs> I, I, I have to, I, you're, you're standing outside the drawing room on your phone, let's say. Am I drunk? Um, midway. You're not drunk yet. You've had a few. Who am I talking to on the phone? Uh, Aaron. And, 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 and Aaron on the phone. Aaron's on the phone. I'm in a good fine. mood, bad mood. Yeah, and then you're just out there, and then, uh, and then so then when you hang up the phone, and now you're, you're not talking to anybody. Now you're, just like, you're taking the moments, a nice day out in California, and you, uh, you're going through Instagrams or through uh, tweets or whatever. So now you're just idling out there. Right. And this person, and let's say... So a guy comes up and he gets about... This guy usually gets... If he's allowed to, he gets about a foot and a half. Oh, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's... It's the, personal space. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a it, bubble burster for most yeah, people. Yeah, it does. If he, if he didn't have a camera with him, it would be weird. <laughs> the, the camera makes it less weird. I want to stretch over and over and over and over again because we belong to this culture where it's like, oh, he's a good person, he's a bad person. I don't know this person. This person could be a whole. It doesn't matter. Let, so, 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 so this this day, you're, you don't have a chip on your shoulders, and there's nothing really like. And the guy just comes up. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 but honestly, like, I, I just got off the phone with Aaron, so I'm outside the drawing room. Camera comes up, and I go, hello, hi. <laughs> Uh, and so this guy just stands there and doesn't do anything. Who are you? Yeah, this is what often people are doing. Okay. They're going like, "Hello, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Now, then a bunch of people. Some people go, and I don't think these people are bad people at all. They go, and they fucking like thrust, smack. The camera goes black. They punch him. They grab his camera. They grab, and then and then he fades back, like a like a bird, you know, like, like, and then moves, drifts back. In. Oh, really? Yeah. Like fucking Rocky Balboa? Yeah. He just goes right. Stay down, Rock. Yeah. He just he just kind of like he just acts like a weather phenomenon. I don't want to praise this person. I don't I don't think what he's so doing you, so is you, heroic. So, you, so you've done ten seconds of what's going on. Uh, I I would I would go. Do, do you walk away? Do you what do, you do a doing? bit? Okay. I I would. I, here's what I think I would do in my current mood right now. Right. 
It happens as you leave the... Leave I just got the off the phone with Aaron. I'm not in a fight with Aaron. I'm not in a bad mood. I'm not feeling insecure about what I, where I am in my life. It's, I, 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 I get off the phone. There's a guy doing this. He's a stranger to me. He's holding a camera in my face. I would go, hello. I would, I would, I would be like, hi, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then after a while, I would, I would try to find his exhaustion point i would i would be like well but but that's me like, like but and i, I don't want to stress that's me in a good day like there's a million ways okay, you could catch now, me where i'd be like now what, let's the say, fuck out of, what the fuck are you doing let's say you and aaron uh, there's tension brewing and uh, let's say you got a call from you know an irritating call from an agent or lawyer or or like exec. on the heels of me being all over the headlines online with the chevy chase it was oh the chevy chase the chevy chase well, Dan Harvard, chevy chase Dan Harmon. I would assume that was a paparazzo yeah, coming. And I, I would be like, okay, hey, ha, Jimmy Chase, ha. <laughs> and, 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 and then the guy would be like, stay there. And, I, and I'd be like, okay, so, ha, ha, Jimmy Chase, ha. I don't, I, but, but, but. I think you should always do that whatever happens. <laughs> but, 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 but the truth I think is, if a stranger walks up to you and just tries to shake your hand, you should just. I think the really interesting thing about this, this series is that you're not dealing with people who who have any relationship with cameras at all, and that's the most interesting thing, is that we, we, we all have protocols that we initiate in when we feel like something strange is happening to us. And cameras dehumanize us, and we invented them to try to capture humanity. So we're used to using these things. Uh, we, we, when we see them, we're like, oh, huh. I better be human now. Hey, uh, coming up next on camera face. Uh, coming at you. And that, what these people are doing is they're putting their poopy undies in a laundry, uh, laundry machine. And then there's a, cam- there's a lens there. And I, for me, the unspoken part of what some of them are saying when they like smash the camera is, is like, hey, when, when I'm ready to have a camera on me, I'll be really fucking, I'll have my shit together. You know, I'm going to say some amazing things and I'm going to, I, I, there's something, there's something strange. That's just my own interpretation that, that, uh, uh, because I'm coming from a really specific place. I think what's interesting about it is that it, it feels like this kid, I don't care, I don't know if he's 15, 25, 48, he might have a fucking like tiger scars down his face like, like, like he, he may look the, the whole point may be that this guy looks like a fucking monster and has a camera the, the, what, what I'm seeing on the videos is the equivalent of like if you took like goggles and didn't even strap them to the back of your head but just put them down in a Caribbean like uh, coral reef and like just like yeah. you're all of a sudden looking at people I don't as like if animals. I, I've been asked uh, several times uh, I, was, I was on a show one time and, and there was like a, a sketch show a, like a TV show and but also I've been asked to do other things that were hidden camera shows I did one I did Jimmy Kennedy experiment I don't like it I don't like uh, ambush uh, style stuff like because like, they tend those shows tend where somebody kind of has to lose a little bit and I don't think it's funny when someone loses and I was supposed to we were on Venice Beach doing these bits and this is a show called Danner Channel that was on for like six episodes a long time ago. And we were on Venice Beach and there was a crack house like looking place across the boardwalk. That was where the hidden cameras were. There was a guy dressed as a bum that was a cameraman. So he's laying by. So there was cameras everywhere. And I had glasses on early day like camera like in, in the, the middle of the glasses. And I, had, I was selling stuff. And I did this one because I thought I could make it funny kind of. And so I was selling the, uh, dolphin jerky. 
And people get really bummed out about it. But I mean, uh, but, but, also, but also some people was like, I'll, I'll try that dolphin, dude. And it was, there, there was a little uh, a sticker on it with a, a, a picture of a tuna and a line through it, like it was tuna safe. <laughs> but there was one uh, we were selling, and it was uh, uh, Che Guevara's. It was a cereal, about Che Guevara-based cereal. <laughs> or your Che Crunchies or something like that. And there were a little, the, the, instead of like, like green clovers and blue stars or whatever the fuck, it was uh, like hammers and sickles and, and re- revolutionary stars. And, and uh, so I'm selling these Che Crunchies, and these three girls come up, and they're like kind of tough, like, like I, w- I would describe, like, if, if I could, like, guess what their lifestyle was. Anarchists or, like, very left-leaning, possibly lesbian, like, really, like po- lots of piercings, very, very, probably very intellectual. Uh, and also, like, a little bit of L.A. street tough, kind of, you know? Like, they didn't come from, like, like privilege or anything. And they came up, and they were instantly just fucking bummed out about it. And I have a little ear speaker, whatever they call it, earwig things, and I have uh, the producers saying, like, oh, yeah, these are good, these are good. Like, go after these girls, go after these girls. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking go after these girls. They're kill her, kill me. And they're like, like what the fuck's up with the cereal? Like, 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 do, do you think that Che Guevara, if he were alive today, would sign off on that? Do you think it's family? And I was like, I said, no, no, no. All the, like, half of the proceeds, if you buy a box of Che Crunchies, goes to these Zapatistas living in the hills of Chiapas. <laughs> And, and but like, they're like, in the speaker, they're going, no, 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 antagonize them. I'm like, fuck you, look at him, fuck him. I, I, I said, I said, I said they're like, what? I go, you know, like, um, you know that like Cubans invented cereal. <laughs> I go, like, like this is a communist product, like, like through and through. This is, this is a very lefty, red, I go, what? I go, I go, you're probably too young, but have you seen I Love Lucy? I said, uh, 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 Ricky Ricardo is a, is a, is a Cuban. And he eats cereal in every scene because it's a Cuban. And they were like, two of them were starting to go like, for real? Like, wow. Like, and then one of them was just like, like she, like she was, she was just staring at me and she wasn't buying it. And then she saw the little dot in the center of my glasses and she saw that it was a camera. And then she realized that she was on a TV show. And she looked at me and she gave me this look and she goes, like, like I, go, I go, yeah. <laughs> So, so, so the people in the thing couldn't hear us, and, uh, and, and they're like, "All right," and I go, "I go, thank you." Like they, they, they just left, but like um, I, they asked me to do a thing where like, like there's people making sand art, and there's people selling stuff, and like there's people on the boardwalk that their whole lifestyle, their whole living is they do crazy shit in the boardwalk. They make funky art, or they they, they roller, sco- roller skate and play guitar, or they make sandcastles and shit. And they wanted me to come out there with a leaf blower and just fuck around. And I was like, absolutely not, because that's not funny to anyone but an asshole. So another guy in the cast did it. Guess what? It wasn't in the show, because everyone wanted to fucking murder him. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. And... Although he did have the leaf blower, and there was a bunch of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna guys dancing and banging on cymbals and, and tambourines. And he's like, there's a really good shot, but it never aired on a thing of him, of him dancing with the Hare Krishnas while the leaf blower is blowing all their, their robes around. But they're like, this is the best day of our lives. Which makes me like Hare Krishnas a lot more. When I think about cameras being on me all the time, I look like I actually... I, I, I would like to be part of a fairy tale where I learn that this isn't true, but I actually feel like the more the better. Like, I feel like like this strange, perverse... Like, like I, I just feel... I, 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 I feel emotionally, like, somewhere at the root of all of my developmental experience, there is so much uh, people catching you doing things. People saying... 
you do what? You're that way? You that? You do that? And throughout your adult life... I mean, if you're, this, though? <laughs> if you're lucky enough to, to move forward in your adult life that you can slowly, like, those things become jokes, they become stand-up bits, they become sketches, they become poems, they become Tumblr blogs, they become things. Like, you, you, you don't just shed them. You actually drape them around you like feathers in some amazing cloak and you start to fly with them and i can't i like like i know that it's probably therefore not healthy to say all right everybody just fucking gather around me put every camera you have on me let's all go to bed together fucking try try as hard as you can to catch me not being a good person i bet you can't it feels to me like a subversive act like i like, go like, like like what do you think you're going to catch me doing what do you think you're going to catch me thinking uh, everything that I think I say, do you really, really think that you're, do you live in a world where everyone around you is going, is, is, is hiding things from you? And are you therefore hiding things from everyone? Can we, can we very, very slowly start to peel these masks away? Can we talk to each other? Can we see each other? And so it's, I have a very twisted relationship with surveillance, these cameras. I don't want the fucking NSA watching me through a laptop, but I do want fans up in my grill i want i do want documentaries made about me i want i, I wish that i could create a, an orbit of fucking cameras around me i wish that i could be truman in the truman show i i, I and I, I understand that compulsion and i always wonder like 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 people who feel that way because we the, those people they they're on reality shows and they cut each other up and put each other in suitcases and they're because they're crazy <laughs> Like, like they want to be superstars. Like, like, where, what is that? What, where is you, that? Does part of you wish that you were an actor and that you that you were the kind of guy that if you went to Little Doms there'd be paparazzi everywhere? No, like, no, not at all. Because that that's that's the opposite. It's not. That's artifice. It's I've been through that. It's the worst. It's terrible. So, it's, what, it's, so what's it's, the difference like, between, between those cameras being on you and, and who are the other people with cameras that are? That are I don't know. Just an open channel. Just fucking. I just want that diaphragm dilated. I just want. I, I, just, I just don't want to ever experience ever again being the last person to know that I'm weird. I just want to be the first person to say, "This is who I am." Like I, I that that the, the, like I don't. I never. I never actually felt that bad when people beat me up on the playground. The thing that really made me feel bad was when the other guy came up and said, don't beat him up just because he's and he'd list the shit that you should be ashamed of. <laughs> just because he's dirty and stinky and gross and he pees with his pants around his ankles in the urinal. Like, come on, he's a good guy. And he wasn't a bad guy. That guy was trying to stick up for me, but that's how I have to find out? That's how I have to find out from a DMV clerk? From a Verizon employee? From God? From government? I don't want to... I'm going to be the guy that tells you who I am. I'm not going to ever be like, like stand there in front of the fucking like uh, Krypton tribunal and be told that I have to go to the Phantom Zone. I choose to go to the Phantom Zone. I'll tell you what's wrong with me. I hate Superman. He's a piece of shit. I think he's dumb and stupid and he looks too good. I, 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 have, I have hatred inside of me. I, 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 I want to I burn things with my eyes. I, 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 
I'll tell you, and then I'll be safe. I'm not going to do anything bad to anybody. And that, that's why I... I like, like, Except like, Superman. You want to kill Superman. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> he seems dishonest. He fucking came to Earth and got a job in a paper, won't tell anybody, wearing glasses. You don't need glasses. You can see everything. <laughs> Everyone that loves Superman loves fucking Lex Luthor. That's the, that's the, the, like the, that is the... The, I didn't even like, fucking Lex Luthor is a human being that's like who the fuck is this asshole <laughs> I'm smart I can do anything why am I being counted out he doesn't like Superman because he's good looking and can do everything or, or Lex Luthor doesn't like Superman because he fucking like he didn't have to deal with life on earth uh, Superman thinks he's fucking uh, every Superman movie they make over the last 40 years it's like Superman oh it was like, let's really Let's really let people know how hard it is to be Superman. What the fuck are you talking about? He's a Harvard graduate on a galactic scale. It, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't, it's just stupid that he pretends he's from the Midwest. It's just adding to it. It's like, like fucking horrific. Like, like hey, uh, <laughs> sure wish I was good at football. Oh, fuck you! Throw the ball as hard as you can! And if you can throw it harder than us, let us figure out how to beat you and bury you! You don't belong here! You're not human! I'll shave my head and I will fucking defeat you with my knowledge! If I have to scour the universe to find what makes you weak, I will fucking bring you down! I am super because I wasn't born super I was born weak that makes me strong and I lost my hair I don't even know if you know what that means for all I know no man on your planet even has hair loss Jarrell was bald too wasn't he yeah but by choice I bet <laughs> I bet he looked in the mirror and was like, I bet I could be more super if I... I don't, I don't know. I don't like that mythology. I don't like it. so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you were watching... What, what, what year did the first Superman come out? 70s? 78? Uh, so you were, what, five years old? Four years old? Five? Uh, I was listening, whatever, year you saw, whatever year you saw it, uh, you were rooting. You weren't rooting for Superman. You, 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 uh, no, you don't root for Superman. <laughs> I rooted for Superman. You root for Lois Lane. You yeah. root for Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. You root for Lex Luthor. Be but you also, may even root for Ned Beatty. I think that's a lot. <laughs> Mr. Luthor. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to do my job. I just... I know you hate Superman so much. I just... All I want to do is just do my fucking job, make people happy. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess you, do, you do it for the good humans, and, and then he is the, he is the force. Superman that, that... can f take a flying fucking fuck <laughs> at, you, at the you, world's could... biggest donut. The, the only thing... That, like, if you listen to previous episodes of the show, I figured out. I didn't realize. I never understood it. The, uh, Superman was created by uh, two little Jewish brothers. They were they felt powerless, and they created it at a time when that really meant something. They were expressing something important. And, and, and they pronounced it Superman. 
<laughs> yeah, which I believe is a politics uh, joke. It, 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 that that you need to actually know. I need to actually know that in order to appreciate Superman. Finally, but I, I that means that when I'm looking at Superman, I'm actually thinking of those two kids. I, I'm I, Superman can f- <laughs> fuck him. Like fuck that guy. Could, could you, if if you were approached and said, write a Superman movie? Do you think you could make a Superman movie that would make? I it? could make any movie, Jeff. <laughs> Honestly. All right, try to fix Superman for us right now. All right. What, what's your approach on Superman? All right. Dan Harmon, fix his movie. <laughs> Fade in on the Starfield. You know what? No, fuck that. <laughs> Let's use some modern convention. Uh, fade in on a bank teller. Oh, fuck, it's hard to work at a bank. All right, guess I'll just work at the bank again for the 150th day in a row. No actual change. Hey, yeah, uh, I'd like to make a withdrawal. Uh, yeah, in what amount? Everything you got. I said everybody, get down on the fucking floor. I want all your fucking money. I don't give a shit, you bunch of black women. He's a bad person. In a bad economy, you have to add that. Because otherwise people would be like, I'm on this guy's side. <laughs> you black women, get on the floor, you fucking minorities and cripples. I want your money. <laughs> you know, it's, it's rude to ask for things without permission. What the fuck? Hey, who are you, you fucking faggot pansy? Why are you wearing a faggot gay, gay, blue, gay, I hate gay people outfit? It's all I have to wear. I, I didn't wake up trying to make you happy. Well, you're gonna die making me mad. Poof, 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 poof. Close up of the bullet. I suggest you explore your hatred of people who are different from you through more healthy means than robbing a bank. <laughs> Boom! Superman logo, cold open. Boom! Written by Dan Harmon. Directed by Dan Harmon. Fuck it. I finally, I, I've, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'll, I'll do it. come out of the title sequence. You didn't think you'd ever see that guy again, but you do. It's on his face. It's Chris Pratt. He steals this movie. <laughs> you faggot! You faggot homosexual faggot! Thanks, Superman, for arresting another bank robber. Uh, guess this guy ca- kind of hates gay people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it really myself. Hey, Superman, can you come to my office? Uh, sure, Lieutenant. 
you're not going to try to confine me to it and <laughs> reveal a giant robot spider. <laughs> now, Superman, I think we all agree that you're in control of the population. <laughs> just us ants, like, making shit work. Uh, just, I would like to pretend that you're human and sit down with you and talk to you. Uh, detect a little bit of aggression. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, this is the way our last conversation went. It's, uh, sit down. Have, pretend you ever need to sit. I know that if you and I had a standing contest, I'd turn into a skeleton. Just humor me. Do an impression of a person sitting. I, I, I can sense... You can sense everything! I'm sorry. Sit down. Who plays this, l- l- Lieutenant? This is Gary Sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Superman, my job is twofold. <laughs> Stop crime, which you have eliminated. <laughs> Keep the peace, which you're exacerbating. Uh, it's a, what do you mean? I'll t- I'm about to tell you. Everyone hates you. What do you mean? You're a pajama man from outer space. (laughs) Society is built on the principle that if you work hard enough, you can become good. You drifted in from the clouds and are better than anyone can ever be. Every time someone tries to do something wrong, you beat them up with your eyebrow. As police chief, this poses a problem for me in the long term. I would like you to take a break. I would like you to go somewhere. Just let the city feel what it feels like to be human again. But I thought people like, I, just trust me, go away. Just go away, go sit on a rock, and shit in a bag and eat it. <laughs> if you care, if you care about humanity, go fuck off. I, I'm afraid I can't do that. So you just said you just S- Superman. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my iPhone. I'm gonna hit record this conversation. Is that okay? Well, I can I have a photographic memory. I, it's for me, motherfucker. It's for me. <laughs> Tell me you don't give a shit about Metropolis. Tell me it's about you, motherfucker. I didn't say that. Tell me you refuse to leave. Tell me you refuse to leave. I, 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 I live here. You, I'm asking you to leave! Do you hate crime? Of course, I don't think people should care Crime is happening still because of you. You, you. you make everyone feel weak. Everyone's gonna keep acting out. Can you take a two week break? Can we have a parade where you're not around? Can we be flawed? Can we, can we be rougher on the edges? Can you go away? Do you have a mother? Do you have an uncle? Do you have a hobby? This is Gary Sinise? <laughs> it, might be, it might be me. <laughs> I, 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 I need to hear more people than you say this. Okay, fi- emergency town hall meeting. Yeah, get out of here. Get out. Boo. Get out. Get out. Boo. 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. Why does everyone not like me? I, I'm better than everyone. Yeah. You can't understand that. Get out. I'm no. I'm, uh, okay. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Two weeks later, on Superman's chosen island. Uh, where uh, the indigenous population was just just left. <laughs> I guess I'll eat another coconut by opening it with my laser eyes. 
Oh yeah, I don't need to eat anything. Uh, yeah, here I am. The most Superman on Island 134. Meanwhile, at Metropolis, hey, uh, someone got mugged today. You know what? Yeah, we probably needed the money. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of an acceptable crime rate. Just the threat that Superman might ever come back is actually putting us like way above Flint, Michigan. Uh, this is great. Yeah, but uh, Chief, uh, Superman's due to come back uh, next Thursday. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, who can kill Superman? I can! Lex Luthor, yes. I have dedicated my life to figuring out how. How can you do it? With this green knife. Okay, go, go do it. NASA, can you help? Uh, yeah, we're happy to. He's also putting us out of business. Uh, here's the thing. Superman can't lie. Let's call him up. Hey, Superman. Or just talk like a dog and he'll hear us. Hey, Superman. Uh, yeah, you, you need anything? Uh, anybody? A giant robot spider? Yeah, where are you? Uh, uh, west of Jamaica. Okay, we'll be right there. Go, 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 go. Do, 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 do. I love coconuts. Oh, God, oh, God, he's stabbing me to death with kryptonite, a kryptonite knife. Ah, oh, my, my super heart. I won't beat anymore because it's been stabbed. No one's ever tried this. Just make a fucking knife out of kryptonite. Stab him. Stab him. Stab him. He ha he's heartbeat. Something's in there. He's not animated flesh. He's a super person. He has a heart somewhere. Stab him with kryptonite. Shank. 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 Stab. 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 Oh, oh. Jeremy Renner's the shaved head Jeremy Renner. Oh. I beat you! It's in the way that you use it. Credits. Credits. Yeah, credits. Death, death to Superman. Death to Superman. There's no Lois Lane in that movie? Yeah, she, she, what, what? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring in a Lois Lane consultant. What do you mean? I, I'm just asking. <laughs> I guess not. No, there's no Lois Lane. Yeah. So we just root for like the, 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 the lieutenant and Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about all the people he saved uh, throughout this time? There's lots of people. They that went got... on with their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't they be grateful and feel bad? Like... To, to what end? <laughs> Humanity. What, they're going to show up every time Superman's in trouble now? That's not saving, that's... Uh... No, at, at that town hall meeting, for instance, when everyone's like, boo, 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 wouldn't it be an old lady in the back? Well, he saved my husband from he falling off me. the thing. Uh, you're right. No, it's... it's uh, well, well, that was 20 minutes. My movie's an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> There's shit like that. You. Okay, okay, good. So there, there are people that, that... No, it's a complicated film. Right. <laughs> there are so many people who have a complicated relationship with Superman. I think it's a big role for Gary Sinise to tackle. Yeah. I'm out of breath just auditioning for it. Just knocking him out. All right. Jesus Christ. I just don't think that Superman's a compelling character. He's born too gifted. Is that a problem? No. But I do think knowing that, like, you know, if you know that the two Jewish kids made him, I think that's heart-wrenching. Because they're like, what if you were fucking Superman? And it's like, holy shit, Jesus Christ, I'm not going to take that away from you. 
Except you just did with a kryptonite knife. Well, that's a th- yeah, yeah. No. It's kind of a kind of a Nazi movie. <laughs> you mean like this super actually becomes like the yeah. You're right. No, you're right. That is terrible. That's the that's the complicated thing. You that's took, why you, you took the only mythology that Jews have that the, where well, they, where they rise. I above. take exception to that. I did not take the only well, mythology I mean, Jews have. I mean, well, away from them. I mean, like su- superhero, like redemptive post World War II, like cultural shit. Uh, <laughs> yes, if you're a Superman fan, uh, I wouldn't mind talking to you. Uh, all right, oh. all right. Fuck it. Get this guy up here. Come on up, say. Get up here. A- and you're gonna play D and D with us too. So he's got a Mega Man T-shirt. What's your name, sir? Eric. Eric. Actually, I write comics too for a living. So. All right. Yeah, now you're doing the thing. Okay. The, the like, I don't want to. We, we don't. I'm not bullying you. I, but I've never had a conversation with anybody that's done this. That your earlobes have the uh, earrings in them. That where you widen your earlobes. They do. What, what, what are those called exactly? Uh, Gauges. Called, uh, it's like awesome marks. Gauges. Awesome marks. Sure, sure. Stretched ears. Yeah. It's like a tribal kind of thing. But Superman, more importantly, Superman. No, what are they called? They're called no, ga- come on, gauges. Stretched ears. They're called gauged ears. Gauge is like an incremental. Oh yeah, gauge. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an inch or a mile. Gauge means like the width. So it's oh, okay. just stretched ears. Yeah. Stretched ears. Now here's some questions. Do they ever come out? Ears. Do you take them out at night and clean them, or did you just leave them in? Um. Uh. You want to find out? This is, <laughs> the night is young. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your earlobes, man. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll stretch your fucking ears. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking get you a bigger gauge, motherfucker. <laughs> but you're right. sick of those questions, like your aunt, your aunt Trudy will ask I did that when question. I was 16, and I'm like 28 now. So yeah, yeah it's been you've like been doing years. it that long. Well, I did it like one, for one year in high school. I did that. So that, that I just always wonder my my big question. I am your aunt Trudy, and I'm asking you. So tomorrow, let's say you go, eh. Forget it. Now what happens? What do they do? They shrink? Do they? Do they? Do well, they I have tattoos too. I have a bunch of like things done to my body permanently that like. But do your but do the earlobes? Oh, they just look wonky. They look wonky already, obviously. Right. But yeah, they just they heal weird. I'm not Wolverine, unfortunately. So. All right. I apologize. I was. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. I. I do a million things that I would get <laughs> mad if people asked me why I do them. That's fine. That's fine. I, I. I'm literally only asking like because I. I can't. I can't at the bar. I can't go up to somebody and ask those questions. Yeah. So I thought I would take the opportunity. <laughs> I, 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 because it would be a tool if I did that. Like hey, what the, 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 the. I get a lot of like. And now I just ears. offended somebody. Uh, yeah, by making that impression of a. Yeah. But 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 I I, I yeah I just you're the first person I've ever. Actually, had the opportunity to ask. All right, what, what was your name? Eric. Eric. All right. So, uh, why were you up here again? Super, I can't Superman. Yeah. Wow. Superman. You guys. All right. Those make, earrings really threw you. I, I had a question actually. Make us like Superman. Or you have a question? Yeah. Just uh, as a person who is all, oftentimes like, I see you as a Clark Kent type character. You're an exceptional person, and there are folks who hate you for trying, and they 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 uh <laughs> want, they, they, they want they want to tear you down for daring to fly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of the Clark Kent story. It's, it's, a, it's a man who's like trying to be his best self, and humanity challenging it. And being but Clark Kent is a lie. Us. Clark Kent is, isn't a real person. Well, no, he was he was born like he was an adopted guy. And yeah, he, he grew up without lie. powers, and he gradually grew into him. It's like puberty. But he was like that was his identity. It wasn't like he's like now I'm gonna hide as Clark Kent. He grew up as Clark Kent and eventually formed the Superman identity. Superman, okay, Superman. I never thought about. It. I, I I guess I knew that, but. Wasn't looking at it. Yeah, that way. I didn't really think about. Well, it I think Superman is who you are when the cameras are on. It's your higher self. It's him trying to be the best. Even Clark isn't really like that. Like 
he uses a different tone of voice. He parts his hair in a different part of his head. Like he dresses differently. Obviously, it's it's him trying to be his best self yeah. and putting his best foot forward. I think at home in the Forges of Solitude, I think he needs that because he has the like, oh fuck, what am I doing? I'm not sure. I understand. Yeah. Well, I guess that I guess that makes it really interesting. The idea that. He, my, my question is what makes the character interesting because my question is at a certain point when he finally for the fifth time realizes that he can go anywhere, yeah. live anywhere, do whatever he wants. He can, he can make his nose make money. Like, 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 su- <laughs> there's so, like Superman just can do whatever he wants. He would crush a coal in a diamond. But there, there's an emotional component of his actual, he's like, yeah, but where's home? Who am I? Isn't that lonely? Like, haven't you ever like, I don't know. I used to have a girlfriend who I loved dearly who wasn't who didn't like really do the kind of things that I did. Who was kind of like a, a like a common person. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I wanted to do more. I wanted to move to LA. I wanted to succeed in writing. And this person was just a, someone who had like a menial kind of like Walmart job. And, and that was very lonely for me. I couldn't relate to her. And I see Clark Kent as that kind of like constantly ostracized by Lex Luthor and those kind of like Twitter assholes. And, and then yeah. even personally like. His only friend is Batman, who's like the baddest ass guy in the world. Like, but it's Batman, a hard he, so he, he just, you're saying he, the best version of, of him is the Clark Kent side of his uh, life because that's him trying to be human and be loved and be like he's aspiring to. He humanity. actually doesn't think of himself yeah. as Superman. I, don't, I kind of like I have to psych myself up in the morning to go, like go outside and talk to people. I feel like that's him putting on a Superman ass. Like, he believes that he easier. is Clark Kent. That's who he is. Yeah, because like that's job. what it says on his birth certificate and that's what it says in his yearbook. I, so when he, when, when he has to go into the phone booth and become Superman. Uh, is he bummed out about that? Is that, is that? is that a burden for him? I think it's a, just a, another role. I don't think he really identifies as Superman. It's a job it's, it's he a has, to, has do to do, and, do. And, he, and he has to keep it separate from... He is yeah. actually protecting Clark Kent. I never looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. All right. I like Superman now. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, everybody! <laughs> Wait, no. no. stay. Stay, no, stay, stay Eric. Because we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons. So oh, cool. we, uh, how many How many characters do we need? We got... Uh, well, we typically roll with four characters, but, you know. So we need... Let's... let's, let's uh, let not to look... Not that I see gender, but let's get a, a young lady up here. My or an old lady. Uh, not that I see age either. Uh, what, what did you say? My lowest lane is here, Hannah Partlow. Oh, well, but that would be unfair, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we need to get someone else's lowest lane up here. Or, 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 uh, some, or, or someone who is their own She-Ra. Uh, <laughs> is there, is there, Wonder Woman? Is there anyone who, happened to, who happens to have more ovaries than testes that, uh, <laughs> that wants to play uh, D&D tonight? No? Okay, good, fine. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I saw you. I saw you Lauren? shrugging. Wait, what? You, you played before, though, right? You've never played? Well, who's, who's back there? I actually played once too. I could swap out. <laughs> well, I let's not unravel the so whole sure. carpet. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you, you know, I, Dan, Dan, is it? Is it I, I'll be counterintuitive. I, 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 let's, let's bring up his girlfriend. Is, is it your girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but this is not the one, the Walmart one. This is the new. No, one. no. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. You, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who who who, who, who isn't back there? I saw I saw a hand come up. Who is it? I I, saw, I thought I saw no. Yeah. Yes, yes, you. Like, come on up, come on up. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Laurel. Laurel? Laurel. Laurel. Oh, oh Laura. Sorry. <laughs> Laura. Have we met Laura? No, we have not. Okay. And Eric. Okay. Hey. All right. 
All right. Thank you for coming up. Sorry no, that was so arduous. I, I wasn't here last week, and I, didn't, I, I forgot to listen to the episode, so I don't know what happened. How did you forget? I, <laughs> I, was, I was out of town. I, I meant to listen to the next day, and I just got distracted, and then I forgot all about it. Okay. Yeah. I, I normally, when I'm not here, listen to the D&D part at least, just so I'm caught up on that, but I didn't. All right. If That's you guys good. can figure this out, one of you is Krista Berg, and one of you is Mulrain Sedana. It's all made up. Eric and Laura, are you familiar with these characters a bit? I am, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Probably more than Dan and I. <laughs> All right. Yeah, hand me over the uh, the corks. Yeah, grab yours off the top there. I'll be They're Chris. all cleverly placed in yeah, top Eric, you're Christopher, to bottom. Laura, you're Mulray. Can you do Mulray in there? Yeah. This is exciting stuff. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> you got mine, too? Take the top two sheets and pass them down. There you are. Okay, good. We did it. Yeah. This show is podcast gold. <laughs> podcast gold. Did you see it with the apartment town when they passed the papers around for 10 minutes? <laughs> you didn't see it. You weren't there, man. <laughs> you had to be there, man. Oh. They, were, they were passing shit around. First, There's lots of dead air. It was really good. Six sheets and then four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyler asks, he likes the idea that there's a, a, a Harmontown fan that talks like that. <laughs> Man, Harmontown was really rocking last night. <laughs> it was this. It was the super outer space pajama man of episodes. <laughs> I didn't think Dan would pick chili, but he picked it. They're good this year. I think it's pretty amazing that, uh, not that it was uh, a Herculean effort, but that you, you softened Dan's stance on Superman in about eight sentences. <laughs> really did. Actually, yeah, it's true. It's, a, I, I, it's, it's just a matter of like quickly shifting but, one but important you, thing. But the He's fact that you don't take that away from Superman, that you don't remember it that way, that like, you've taken another like, yeah, stance Yeah, well, I guess I will be because I was, yeah, we, I think we all, yeah, like, you think about it in terms of comic books that you may or may not have ever read, and I think that, I don't think, of course I've never read a Superman comic book. I, I am familiar with Superman from a certain perspective, and I always identify with the criminal. Now, Eric. <laughs> because I never actually, like, and I, I was aware that, that, okay, yeah, he came down to Earth and he was raised by these kids, these, par- these parents in Smallville. I never, I, something, I, there was a tissue paper thing thin thing that needed to be poked through. Somebody needed to go, no, he thinks he's Clark Kent. He doesn't think he's Superman. Now, Eric, uh, I've only seen the movies. I've never read a Superman comic. Does that come through in the movies, do you think? Um, more so in the comics. I'm a big fan of the comics, the, the Mark Wade stuff. And yeah. Smallville was cool for Lex Luthor too. They had they had the idea there that there was a guy who's very exceptional and used to getting his own way, and like the Harvard graduate in the room, and then who's this new kid? And that was kind of fun in that series. Yeah. But the idea that anyone like if someone else gets something, they're not taking anything away from you, and that's the central idea that Lex Luthor can't understand. That like he can't just succeed alongside you. He has to have it all himself, and that's really compelling to me. Yeah. But no, I don't think that they really delve into that, Jeff, what you were asking yeah. about. I don't think, like, they really drop the ball with those narrative opportunities because they don't really provide a good case on why he's alienated and stuff. They just make it seem like it's great. And then in one scene, it really sucks to be him. And then it's great again. Well, and now he, like, murders dudes. Now he's super alone because he's, like, this ultra cop and he's this guy who's responsible. He's super dad. He's responsible for everyone yeah. on the planet. So now Lex is correct. It's what's weird. But there's no greater superhero than Iron Man. Well, agreed. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. Because he's it. like super flawed. Because he's not a superhero. Yeah, he and Spider-Man are really relatable. Human being that earned everything yeah. and pays the price through alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs>
there's a, like nothing. No radioactive spider. Nothing. Like I, I well, respect Spider-Man, but you get bit by a spider. Yeah. I mean, like, try being a dude. But his dad was like a real, you know. He, yeah. He was raised pretty. He was raised by Howard Hughes. Well off. Yeah. Yeah. He's he gonna live up to it that all shit himself. Yeah, and those movies are fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe not movies. the third one, but but well, I mean, the second one, like, like, I've never yeah. seen or read an Iron Man thing. So he was born wealthy, though, right? Yeah, yeah his yeah. dad was like almost as good of a genius as he was, and also pretty successful. That's in that's as much shit. of a radioactive spider as anything else. But, but, but now he's <laughs> right. But okay, he's right. rebelling now though with, with It's more like, like now he's a hero and giving back to humanity because his dad just took. His dad was, oh, his dad right. was like this like, kind but of Tony 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 Stark's dad like. Yeah, Tony Stark's dad is as good as Tony Stark, but but okay, all right. Yeah. So, so to, Tony Tony Stark is as smart as his dad, if not more. Yeah, and fucking like took it and ran with it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he has a he's a solipsist, and he's like. But his I, dad built weapons, and like all their money comes from blood money. So now, yeah, he, all, now, yeah. now his son's a hero, so he's going to save people. Uh, to kind of atone with that father. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> good, yeah. good all superhero. I'll go see those movies. If you want to borrow some comics, I mean. I'll look, look we're already dating. We've established that. <laughs> I'm trying, I, I'm, man. In, in the morning when I'm, when I'm leaving and I, I put a rose on your pillow, I'm taking some of your, I'm taking some of your comics with me. Uh, I'm making Tumblr jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're making Tumblr jello? Tumblr jealous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I want to try your, your, your famous Tumblr jello. Well, th- that's for breakfast. All right, let's play some D&D for pity's sake. <laughs> All right. All right. Last time on Harmontown, after getting to the floating Isle of Paradise, our heroes met with the island's guardian, Yomiji the Angel, and together cured Krista Berg of his possession. However, in the process, they freed Admiral Darkstar. With his new ghastly form, Darkstar possessed Yomiji and assaulted the gang mercilessly. Quark accidentally set the island on fire, and Paradise began falling from the sky. Acting quickly, Mulrane leapt for the portal, catching the razor-sharp rim and pulling herself into Bill Mardigan's, and with her rope, our, and with our rope, managed to pull the rest of our heroes to safety. As our Dark Star flew away in his heavenly host, our hero relished their victory, heading to the nearest tavern. There they encountered some gnomes and a small automaton, and after a brief discussion, Moran held up the gnomes with her bow, snatching away the machine's blueprints from the helpless gnomes, while Quark grabbed the baby bot. But what would the gang do with the machine? What if they got caught? It's a fucking good episode I missed. Would our heroes be able to escape from Bill Mardigan's with their robot or their lives? Let's find out now. Harmontown. Thank you, Spencer. Okay. Help a gnome out over here. What, there's a robot? A baby robot. A baby robot was, <laughs> yeah. in, the, was in the bar? Yeah. Yep. And what, what were the blueprints that we saw? There were four of the baby robot. We, there was baby we, blueprint. Baby blueprints. <laughs> baby blue, robot blueprints. Rubber baby blueprints. <laughs> Rubber baby robot blueprints. Rubber yeah. baby robot blueprints. Um, and we, we wanted to steal these because we wanted a baby robot? Yeah. Is there a baby robot or just the blueprints to make a baby There's robot? There's also a baby both. robot. There's both. And so these, these gnomes at the bar were hanging out and they got a baby robot. Yep. And they have the blueprints to make a, another baby robot. Yep. But then Moraine held him up with her bow and you grabbed the robot. All right. 
So I got the robot. Yep. Describe this robot for me, please. It looks like a gnome if it were a, a child. It's maybe two and a half feet tall. It's all silvery, and it's got empty eye sockets that are, you know, empty. Okay. It also has a, a weird cavity in its chest, like something's supposed to, like, fit in there. Well, you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> You don't gotta ask me twice. I I, I I don't fuck the baby robot's chest. Yet. I'm gonna learn a little bit more about this baby robot. So the gnomes kind of stand with their hands up all surrender style, and they're like... Ah. I don't know what to do because, not to metagame, but Kumail and Aaron were, they instigated this robbery. <laughs> and I, I, the, the chapter ended with me going, what the fuck? <laughs> so now... I mean, we could have maybe purchased it or they might have just given it to us or some shit. Like, well, well you guys don't have any money, but... Uh, yeah. Is this like Astro Boy? Did they like lose their baby and they're building a new one? Is it like sad? Is, is... Those are great questions. Uh, 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 I'm gonna ask them like what this baby is. Like, who, who, who? I, I asked the uh, how many gnomes are in the in the bar? Three. I asked these gnomes who is the owner of this of this uh, baby robot. Ah, ah, ah. Hey, 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 Jack, Jack, take it easy, take it easy. It's all gonna be okay. Oh, I say we put put the put the put the put the put the baby down. I mean, this is me talking. Yeah. Look. Um. I, I, yeah, I wasn't here, so I I, I, I I hand the baby to you and go do what you do what you feel. I, I put the I've got the baby now. I'm putting it down. I don't want to I don't want to meta game, but it wasn't me that <laughs> started this robbery. So I don't think you're, you're having a, you're having a quarrel of conscience with yeah, yourself. Yeah, I just I never wanted I never wanted to steal nothing from no one. <laughs> I was appreciating the opportunity to be between adventures. I certainly didn't want to start a new one by robbing anybody. And, and even if I did, even if I did, I wouldn't have robbed a, a baby. <laughs> even even in a mystical Middle Earth realm, that seems over the line. Here's your baby. My name is Sharpie. I'm gonna go over there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out by the jukebox. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess you give them their baby back. They, they want their baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> there isn't a jukebox. I know. don't exist. Uh, bartender, uh, let's, let, let's buy everybody here a round. You don't uh, actually see any bartender. These three guys are the only ones in the room. I'd like to, I'd, guys, I'd like to buy you all a drink for, for seeming like I was going to steal your baby. <laughs> I'd feel a lot better like, if you could get your friend to a lower, lower bow there. Oh, uh... Yeah, I'll lower my bow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Smooth. See, what happens is, uh, non-gnome people, we have, uh... You know, do you, do you guys know what Jack Russell Terriers are? <laughs> no, no. It's like a dog that's it's beloved, but it's, it's, it's uh, got a predilection for, uh, Oh, like a blink dog. Yeah, like a blink dog. <laughs> Um, different breeds of man have different predilections for different like obsessive behavior, and uh, we 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 came in here for a drink, and uh, we just we just freaked out for a second. Now, but, but, uh, Spencer, since I'm a gnome, do I have kind of an automatic in with these guys? Is there some affinity there, or am I still kind of a potential threat because I of feel what, what like you guys really burned through that? <laughs> 
my, whatever equity I had has been wasted. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, I, I say, I'm sorry. Who, who is the owner of this baby? Oh, that's me. What's, what's your name, my friend? Walt. Walt? Hey. I'm, I'm Cork. Sorry about the whole... Look, we, we've had a long day. We just I, fell through paradise and we killed the big angel thing or whatever. And this is Admiral Darkstar has been up our dick for the fucking last <laughs> couple years. I gotta admit, it's pretty hard to connect with you guys emotionally. I, look, I, I, I understand. We'll walk away, but can, uh, we'll, we'll leave you to guys do your thing. I say we just leave these guys like we never came. Yeah, you know we what? never came in here. We never came in here. Um, I, I, I give them. Um, I give them a. I, I give, give them a I, dollar. I, I toss them my nut sack. I give them. A, <laughs> I, I, have, I have a sack of nuts. So I give them my nut sack. Uh, I go, enjoy some nuts. He's pretty I give, I, You know what? I give him 50 feet of rope. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you never know. As you hand him 50 feet of rope, you hear behind you several footsteps, several sets of footsteps. We're going to need that rope. I, I hang on to the rope, and I do one of these. I go, if there's some motherfuckers creeping up on me, I'm keeping the rope. <laughs> that's what I do, and it's for the trailer. <laughs> that's, that's pretty gangster. Yeah. So you see behind you three three gnomes have walked in the front door. They look they're looking pretty cool, cool dudes. They're all wearing lime green scarves on their necks. Cool. Guys, what's up? What are you guys doing in our turf? Hey, here to buy you a drink? Talk <laughs> talk about being a gnome. I got my gnome friend. Hey! <laughs> We got, we, hey. got, we got gold, we got silver, we got stories, we Give got... Give it up! Wait, what? Give it up! Give what up? Gold, silver, stories! Uh, let me start over. We got, we got gold for our own purposes, we have silver for our own purposes. I don't have any gold. Do you have any gold? Give it up! Give, give, you, you, you're, you're robbing us? Yeah, you're in our turf, boys. <laughs> Some rough gnomes. All right, right. okay. <laughs> how close am I to this robot baby? Uh, you're right up next to it. Uh, and how, w w describe the hole in the, in, the ro in the robot baby's chest. <laughs> it's, uh, it looks like it's meant to fit some sort of like, uh, maybe like a saucer-shaped dick. Yeah. Okay. Um... I, I just want to be near that baby in case I want to like grab that baby again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck the baby, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, guys, guys. I swear. I swear to God. I I promise you that uh, if we fight, you'll lose. Sharpie. But but if you don't if we don't fight, I will give you. <laughs> How many? How, what do I have, wealth-wise? What do I have? I don't, I don't know. You don't know. If you I'll, don't I'll give money, you five hundred million gold pieces. Oh, you don't. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you have any gold. Oh, okay, guys. I will give you. <clears throat> I don't have anything. I don't think you have. We gold. always forget to loot the people that we kill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna tell you guys a riddle, and if you answer the riddle correctly, you can have everything that I have. Okay. Hmm. Everything, all my possessions, all my clothes, my everything. Do, do you want to hear? Do you want to do the riddle? Well, I just want to take all your stuff anyway. You don't want to do the riddle? Because if you don't do the riddle, you, we got to fight. Well, this, this. If you is, do the riddle and you guess it right, you could get it without a fight. This is Bill Mardigan's, the town of cigarettes and riddles. <laughs> yeah. So, don't you want to do a riddle? I guess I do. All right. All right, so, all right, 
what is smaller than a human but looks like a bloody skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> Smaller than that. The bloody skeleton of a half. Like a fucked up. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. I'm sorry. The bloody skeleton of a halfling. No, no, that's not true. No. That's not right. So let's, we're going to go past. Oh, well, no. Good try, though. Good try. Wait, no. what? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, you see. So give, give us all the stuff, what's, man. What's, what's, what's the Come answer on. to the riddle? Oh, them! Kick their ass! <laughs> Flaming sword cleave attack. Say which, which, what? I, I, I go at the first two closest uh, green scarf wearing nose, and I go for a cleave on them with my great sword. All right. You leap towards them with a flaming greatsword with the intent to cleave, but as you do so, the two flanking the guy who's been talking loose, their light crossbows into your flesh. Light crossbows. (laughs) (laughs) One of them misses, but the other does not miss, and it hits you. Dealing some seven damage. At any rate... You launch yourselves towards the gnomes and slash. You slash the other one's neck, and his head pops clean off. <laughs> yeah. The other one you just hit. Let's see how much damage you done. So one guy's just done. Yeah, he's done. You yeah. got critical hitted. Damn. What? Uh, what's your damage again? Sorry, everybody. Uh, it is two D eight. Is it? It's two D eight plus seven. Oh, wait, no, that was just 2d8. <laughs> it deals 11 damage to the other one, and he clutches his neck wound. He's also got hit in the neck, because they're the same height. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of falls down bleeding, I guess. He's not dead, though. Let's put it at Mulrain's turn. You got your bow out. Yeah, I take out a... I have my speedy longbow, and I use that to attack one of the other gnomes. You fire it at one of the other gnomes, like the one that was talking... Or the one that's bleeding, or the other ones. Uh, I'll fire at one of the ones that came in from behind. All right. To take the guy that's not hit yet. Yeah. You you fire the arrow, but something seems to have gone wrong. <laughs> Your bowstring snaps, and the bow or and the arrow just kind of flies off. It it hits you in the eye, but not the the tip. Like just the side of the shaft <laughs> hits you right in the left eye. And your bowstring snaps. It's going to take at least a turn that to uh, to heal that. Sounds over. about right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a critical failure. <laughs> so, putting it at uh, Christopher's turn, yeah? Uh, I pop a smoke bomb like a ninja yep. for cover, and then I uh, jump and grab the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Unleashing a torrent of acrid smoke into the room, you use this cover to grab the baby. Yeah. <laughs> what you do? Now you hold it in your hands. Uh, and then I hide. I... You retreat into the shadows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a rogue. You're the Steve Buscemi of this uh, skirmish. <laughs> so that's a... Uh, I cause fear! <laughs> That's what it'll look like if I'm successful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the two guys that were already in the room before you came in, they just cower in fear, but the rest of the people aren't really affected, other than the dead guy. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're just cowering and so the fear. first three guys that were there are, are, doesn't doesn't affect yeah the guys were the bleed, bleed, already bleed, afraid bleedy guy green scarf and non-bleedy guy green scarf they're affected by it they weren't affected by it they green were, scarves weren't affected were oh so the other guys were yes okay gotcha these green scarves guys are so badass. <laughs> so the rest of them, um, the rest of, or the guys that are scared, they just cower, normal style. But the cactus bunch guy that's alive, he starts reloading his, oh yeah, I didn't even mention that. He goes, you will not mess with the cactus bunch. I knew it. <laughs> A guy in the front row called that Thank cactus you. bunch. Yeah. That guy is the guy I'm playing this whole thing for. I love it. <laughs> The whole reason I'm Oh, shit, you guys. This is fucking KB. This is the cactus. The ca- K? They spell, they spell cactus with a K, you guys. <laughs> two. Two Ks, as a matter of fact. Oh. Yeah, this is fucking Cactus Bunch from Whittier. You sliced these guy, this guy's head off, and now we won't forget you guys. The Cactus Bunches don't remember uh. a face. I mean, we do. <laughs> we also don't talk good. Or spell cactus, right? The one guy starts reloading his uh, crossbow, and the chatty guy he lunges at a sharpie with a with a knife drawn. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, that's how his attack goes. He kind of just goes at you, and he stabs the air next to you. Doesn't do anything. The so- rest of the guys are just scared in the corner. Did you have a comeback? It sounded like you had something to say. Oh, I said sup. Sup. <laughs> yeah. Not much. Sup with you. <laughs> well, we can just t- do this? I don't know. <laughs> Why not, right? Can we stop fighting? Oh, oh. I thought you were just talking to me. Oh, no. Well, whatever. I'm I talking mean, to the guys tr- trying to stab it's me. It's fine. It's fine. Sharpie, you don't talk to KB, man. <laughs> Cactus Bunch slice you. They also, they also take your bandana off and kick you in the chest. <laughs> Putting it at a quirk's turn. Um... Is my sword my sword still flaming? Yeah. Um, I come. Uh, where am I in relationship to the guy that's the chatty one? Uh, the, the guy that came in the door. You're. Uh, he's behind you at this point. He ran at us. Uh, is, is he close enough to, uh, to to the bleeding guy for a clean no, attack? No, no, no. That guy's healing himself. Okay. Well, um, like... I, I I go up to the um, to the guy that's bleeding uh, through the neck, and I I, I take the sword and. Go straight down from his head and try to just bifurcate him, just to slice him in half. <laughs> bifurcate him. Hey so, man, it's my figuralization. My, what was your word earlier? Uh, ge- general. What was your word? Regular. Regularization in the chat. Regularization. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna bifurcate him. <laughs> Swinging with your sword. Oh shit! You bifurcate him in two. <laughs> That was yeah. also critical. Yeah. Wow, I'm on a roll. I guess you are. Um, I I I light a cigarette and just enjoy the moment. <laughs> that put it at a mole rain's turn. Am I still injured from the bow? Injury? No, but your bow, like you can't. You'd have to use a weapon other than your bow All unless right. you wanted to restrain. Which well, then uh, I'll take my sword and attack the talky guy that is um, hasn't been injured yet. Uh, Grabbing your sword, you swing at the talky guy, but you you miss him. He he seems to sway back with some words. Oh, you gotta swing with a different sword than that. Oh boy, he's got his cactus bunch of fucking tough. 
Yeah, putting it at uh, Christopher's turn. Um, I emerge from the shadows, just enough of them to see my face and the creepy baby's face. <laughs> and I hold a vial of acid over the baby. And I say, all right, motherfuckers, everybody be cool. And I try to sound like Samuel Jackson when I do it. And I succeed. Oh. <laughs> Sounding like Samuel L. Jackson. The rest of the Tired people don't. fucking gnomes, my motherfucking. Whatever. Those... Oh, no, no, no. If you're going to do it, commit to it. I want to I want, I want to hear, hear the Samuel L. Jackson impression. I'll, I'll pass, I'll pass. Oh, shit. <laughs> you were kind of doing it there. I'm tired of these motherfucking gnomes, my motherfucking Yomiji plane, or whatever. <laughs> Yomiji plane. So uh, you do that, and those cowering gnomes that are all feared up, they're all like, no, don't. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it works, but the chatty gnome's like, man, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Oh, shit. We're like arch enemies now. We're like Pac and Biggie, that guy, man. We're going to do it. Also, I see you hiding. I, I see you fronting. Oh, oh, shit. shit. Now it's personal. That's a, put it at a Sharpie. Oh, this is business. Shocking grass, motherfucker. You grab him shockingly, but he, he manages to sway back with some chatty words like, oh man, your hand's so electric. I don't care. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. He sways back, and then he lunges again towards you, and he tries to whip his knife at your face. Me? Yep. He just throws it at you, though. Shit. He done hit you in the face. Dealing. <laughs> That's a critical hit, son. Oh. Dealing 13 damage. Ooh. I'll leave it to you to know if that means I'm dead. Let's find out. What's your max health? My max health is... Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> it seems relevant. 42? It's 42. Nah, you're probably at about 12 or 13. Yeah. But you stagger with your face all bled up. Ah! Now he's disarmed. His knife's in your face. Ah! <laughs> Putting it at Quark's turn. Um, I run over to, to Sharpie, take the knife out of his face, and plunge it in that motherfucker. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I put it in the same spot in his face that Sharpie got. Or you would, but uh, you trip and fall on Sharpie's face blood in the ground. You're, the knife just goes skittering out the door. Oh, oh, man. Jeff, are you doing something awesome? Who's Jeff? <laughs> Who's Jeff? Quark, experience points. <laughs> not today. Can I, can, can, I, can I get myself righted, or is that not my, tur my, my turn done? Wait, what? Can I get myself back on my feet, or is that, is that, does it move uh, on? No, no, no. You're, you're out of moves. Okay. Putting in a mole range turn. So the knife is now out of... Yeah, it flew out of the bar. Okay. So I'm going to take my uh, whisper bow sure. and hopefully be successful this time um, in trying to attack the gnome that just threw the knife. Attacking at the gnome, you shoot him right in the throat. Damn! <laughs> and he takes eight damage. All right. Mm -hmm. Choking on his own blood, he falls to the floor going, <coughs> Cactus... <coughs> Prickles. <laughs> Stab all. <laughs> and the end. 
Anybody get that? <laughs> it's just some cactus bunch of bullshit. Is he dead? Yeah. So we got, we, we got all the green scars, cactus bunch guys? Mm-hmm. The other gnomes cower uh, in uh, fear. Sorry, uh, Still. And I know it's not, it's, the fight's not over though, right? So well, everyone's dead except for people that are cowering in fear. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would call that, yeah. It's pretty over. Christopher? Uh, yeah, so I just I hold the vial of acid over the baby and I slowly walk out towards the door. <laughs> and I go, all right, well, I got nothing else to say. Uh, you sure I'm, don't. In his stead, I have a few words. <laughs> I can't see anything right now because, as you can see, and I can't, my face has been stabbed. But I will tell you what I can see. I see a day when people don't fuck with each other. Uh, Maybe I'm an old dreamer. Uh, I know what happened here today didn't have to happen. We got a little out of control. We wanted to steal your baby. We, We stood down. We gave you baby back. Some motherfuckers came in, fucked with us. Everyone's dead now. My name's Face Bleeding Face Bleed. I'm not going to give you my real name. I want you to remember me as the Face Bleed guy. I can't see you. I can't feel you. I'll never sympathize with you. If I ever have to hear the name of this bar again, it burns to the ground. For now, be content for it to be coated in blood. You stab my face! Uh, Cork? I go over there and take their scarves. <laughs> that, that oh, I, I, oh I, yeah, and I loot them. Thank you. Wait, what? I go over there and take all their shit. And I put oh, yeah, one, I, yeah, I, yeah, I put, yeah, gold I put, everything. I put one scarf around my head, like 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 Ralph Macchio and Karate Kid, and I and I put two around my leg, like two Scott Bayos. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, the, and, 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 I, and I go, you want these back, you got to claim them from the new cactus bunch. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't know if anyone's listening to me because I can't see because my face is stabbed. But I will tell you something that's tragically ironic about what transpired here today. We didn't come in here caring about finance to the point where we didn't have any. These guys came in and asked for our gold. We didn't have any. Does that suggest anything to you? We lived in a world without, without currency. From now on, we're robbing everyone. Uh, Mulrain, go to the uh, gnome equivalent of the cash register. I can't. I got blood in my face. I got a, I got a knife wound in my face. I can't see anything. I just want to rob everyone here. If you can hear me and you're not dead, you're lucky, but you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> Mulrain, Mulrain, is, is there a cash register in the place? There's money There's, places. Okay, uh, so you go there. Uh, I, I say, Krista Berg, go to the cowering guys because you're a, you're a thief. Go, go, go get those guys. I'll rob the dead. On it. <laughs> On it. Uh, some of you are going to be left alive. I want you to tell your friends about us. We love money. We love killing people. We love robbing people. We love money. It's not. It's nothing new. <laughs> You'll remember it. I, I write it down just in case they forget. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave it on a note here for <laughs> you. It's, it's the same old songs. We love money. We love robbing people. <laughs> what do we get, Spencer? Okay, so a Mulrain in the cash till finds uh, 300 gold pieces. Yeah. Krista Berg tries to mug these, or t- tries to rob these people, but they don't seem to have very much. You get about 17 silver. 
Um, you were robbing the dead. I was robbing right? Cactus Bunch. Cactus Bunch. Yeah. All of them are dead. You already got their green bandanas, but they also have 120 gold between the two of, or three of them, and one of them has a strange stick colored with yellow and red paint. Who knows what that is? Ooh. <laughs> he also has a card that says Cactus Bunch. <laughs> All right, I, I go over to Sh- Sharpie. I, I don't know much uh, about looking at those sticks. If you, could, do you feel any magic on this stick? I got my, this, my blood is in my eyes. Uh, let me get, can you put it in my hand? Yeah, I put it in your hand. All right, uh, I, uh, I'm feeling it. Do I have a, I, uh, do I have a knowledge? Uh, arcana. Come on. You sense it arcanally. But you don't turn anything up. All right. It seems like a stick. <laughs> I wouldn't throw it away. I don't think people walk around with them unless they're valuable. I think maybe when we... How big is a stick? It's maybe three inches. It's a little stick. All right. So uh, we got the stick. We got some money. You want me to hang on to this? Yeah, I hang on to it. I think, you know... Let me, let me try it's something. It's a little... Okay. Ogly, 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 go. And I thrust it, and I, I put my magic energy into it, and I point it at uh, the wall. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> I'm not going to call that a deal breaker. I just wanted to make sure that... So still holding the Some of these things, wanna... they'll make a dinosaur. All right. Do we have the blueprints for the baby? Do you guys want to pawn this? Yeah, or... I've got the blueprints. Huh? you got we, both of those we got this. We got this robot baby. Yeah. we got to go find out how to work that thing. we got the blueprints. I look at the blueprints and see if there's anything about that disc thing that the, the, the hole in it, and see if there's anything that like the, the stick thing. Yeah, it looks like it. There's a little like a arrow that points to the hole cavity, and then there's some gnomish words, and it's all like uh, it's all like uh, power, power, power. It just says power three times. Well, what could go wrong, really? Right? Yeah, but we don't have the disc to put in the thing. I look around for the disc in the in the room to see if there's anything to put in there. No dice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> then how do you know, man? You sure this three-inch thing won't fit? No, it's, it's, it's saucer-shaped. How big around is the is the hole? In the robot yeah, baby? you know, like a fist-shaped, cup-shaped size, bigger can, than a stick. All right. Can I talk to the scared gnomes and see yeah. if they can give us information about what to put in the robot? Yeah, they're just they're just cowering. Ask them whatever you want. All right, so I'm gonna ask them what we need to put in the robot. I don't know, man. We didn't figure that part out. We just bought these on the gnome store. <laughs> I was going to say the internet. <laughs> All right, we need a cliffhanger here, you guys. Fuck. <laughs> I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> I, I don't care what we have to do. You're going to get used to seeing my face with its gaping knife wound. You've got to give us more information than that. Ah! Is the three-inch stick on the plans at all? Nope. Nope. All right. I, um... You bought a baby? You don't know how to power it? No. <laughs> Why did you buy this baby? What's the purpose? What do these things do? What's the, pur- what's the purpose of these things? They're supposed to, you know, be cool. Like they, uh, they serve drinks. <laughs> Why does it have to be a baby then? <laughs> I mean, it's not really a, I guess. It's like yeah, a Furby? It does kind of look like a baby. <laughs> so you have a little baby robot that just to do stuff for you? I don't know, man. 
We're gnomes. All right. Well, guess what, gnomes? And I, look, we're, we're of the same breed and everything, but uh, we're taking that baby, and we're going to get the hell out of here. Well, we got it now, yeah. 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 All right. Let's go, guys. We walk out of the bar, uh, and it's a slow-mo stupid shot in every movie, like the right stuff and everything, and we're walking like, down the main drag of Bill Mardigan's like, like four abreast. Oh yeah. Wait, oh, five abreast. We got that baby. Is that wait? No, is, it, is the baby working? Is he mobile? Uh, no, it's not turned on. But then okay. we slowly start running, right? <laughs> like, like we look badass for a second, but then we gotta really, really, we're gonna start running, right? Your footprints are. We all didn't blinded. tie them up or anything. We're gonna just get out of here. Okay, no, we're walking away and we're doing the uh, the, 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 the the straight to camera walk. And slow mo, and then I, is my is my sword, sword still flaming? Yeah. I walk back and just touch the touch the wall of the place and go, burn in paradise, motherfuckers. <laughs> that. <laughs> you see, and then I turn to you. You should make Shelby's making a gape mouth face. I go, you said we kill people now. We're gang now. Commit These to it. These people helped us. No, they didn't do shit. <laughs> They called Cactus Bunch on our asses. We tried to take their baby and they called in the fucking top. We, <laughs> you got to harden your heart, man. We're in a we're gang. We're bad people. Well, then go put the bill. <laughs> you you this big monologue about how we're bad guys now. We steal and we I'm rob. I'm just trying to make them not call. Well, now they're burning. Should I get him out of there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him. Okay, okay. I go in. I go in and I get him. I Jeez, get him. boy, mixed messages, man. I go in. You're aware of how good your monologues can be. Uh, guys, guys, we didn't want to burn you alive. Come on, come on, get out of here. With uh, yeah, they they exit. You're okay, all, all right, you, you get out of here. <laughs> all right, okay. Now, you ever tell anybody what happened here? <laughs> Fucking skin you. <laughs> skin your parents. Skin your cousins. Fucking Christmas time. You'll five years from now, you'll think everything. There was just a weird thing that happened that traumatized you. Your kid will be opening a present. I'll come out. <laughs> And I'll explain to you what Christmas is. And then I'll skin everybody. So just, just live in terror, a vague terror. Not like a, just a vague terror. Like, don't, like, go about your normal business. Be happy. Fall in love. Have children. But always have underneath there, like, a meta channel of terror. Like, the idea that I would come. Like, like I would be there, and I would hurt you. Okay, all right, good. And then, then I think we always... Then we start running now away. We, now, we, now we're cool. Now we're cool. Because, because uh, I noticed that in that building, there was, there was alcohol and stuff like that, and it's, it's going to blow up in a pretty right. spectacular fashion. But they're fine now. They're fine. Uh, get, get clear of the... There's alcohol. It's going to blow up. The gnomes run off with vague terror in their hearts. <laughs> And, and then we're running away, and the thing's starting now. The, full, the building is fully, like, is it on fire? Like, is it fully? Oh, yeah, it's all caught up. Yeah. On fire. All right. Yeah. And then it, then and it then blows up. Yay! Yeah! Hey! All right. Wrong song. There we go. Harmon uh, Town, everybody. Thank you for coming so much. Thank you, Eric. Let's take thank Laura you. and Eric. Good job, Laura, for saving uh, saving the day in D and D, and Eric for saving our love of Superman. Uh, thank you, Spencer Crittenden. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time for the mayor, Dan Harmon.
Good night and bon chance. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.